Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Virtual Legality. It's the one-year anniversary of my stroke. Earlier this year, I created a series, My Stroke Story, to talk about the event itself, as well as to introduce folks to the process of neurorehabilitation and to some of the professionals that have helped me recover. Through your generosity, we were able to raise funds for my hospitals in May of this year, but that was not nearly the end of my journey. So I wanted to take a moment to reflect on this past year, to thank you for all the well wishes, kind words, and support, to talk a bit more about some of the more invisible aspects of my recovery, and look towards a future that is significantly brighter than it was back then, thanks to the efforts of so many. First and foremost, though, I want to talk about prevention. On the morning of December 30th, 2022, after a restful holiday week, but at the tail end of what can charitably be described as a work-heavy year, a blood vessel on the right side of my brain ruptured and began to bleed. As a result, I became imbalanced with general weakness and loss of function on my left side. While doctors don't really so much get into the causes of a life-threatening event with you, my work habits and hypertension, or high blood pressure, were thought to be factors, and I've attempted to address both this calendar year. Please do check your blood pressure regularly, folks, and if you get regular headaches like I did, be even more vigilant. And on that topic, I want to bring in co-counsel, who was the one to save my life on that day a year ago. Anything you would add to that description, honey? Hey, honey. Um, Yeah, I would add uh, two things. One, make sure you have familiarized yourself with being able to identify a stroke. And you can go back and watch those early videos on that. But the BFAST method is an acronym that's handy. Um, just so you can kind of know what's happening to people around you. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, because this came up a lot, I know that some of your viewers are live alone and they're or they're worried about people who live alone. And everything I've read has basically said, if something is happening to you, use that emergency call feature on your cell phone. And so that you can get help. So if you live alone, you should not worry. I don't want, I never want anybody to worry, right? Yeah. Do not I don't worry. think we want this series to be about worrying. <clears throat> we just want to yeah. help if we can. Don't be afraid, right? Use that emergency feature on your phone so that you can get help if something is happening to you. And the other thing that I don't know we really talked about very much was uh, it, it is really helpful if you have some sort of work continuity plan. Like we were very fortunate that you had a lot of great people in your life who were able to step up and help me figure out what was going on with your channel, with your law practice. And the people around you need to know at least who they call, right? If there's a problem. So, um, it, it can be really helpful. Like I'm so glad Ian had control of your, you know, had access to your channel so that he could take care of some things. So um, just think about those things. It's stuff we never thought about. It's stuff people, you know, usually put off or don't think about. And it will just smooth things over. Think about if you are in that situation, how you want to leave things for the person who is managing them for you and just make that easy for them. And, and like I said, you had great people. We could have been more organized, but you had great people that I knew to call and, and could really step up and help. So, um, I, yeah, I think those are the two things I, or three, three things really, I want, I want people to know. Yeah, no. And, and that's a good point. It was just a normal day for me. It was the normal year. Really. I worked hard on in 2022, but it was, it was normal. I got headaches and that's what you all already know, but uh, it's important to have those plans in place. And thank you, honey, for that advice. Now, 
after those headaches, after that stroke, I graduated from physical therapy this summer, graduated from occupational therapy this fall, and ran a 5K slash visited my hospitals to celebrate my birthday in October. But more invisibly throughout this entire time, and really only discussed with a few close friends, family, and clients in any great detail, I've all year long been dealing with what they call post-stroke anxiety, as well as self-doubt regarding my own abilities and the related ability to care for my family. This is one thing that I wanted to share with people very much. After all, if I couldn't keep myself from having my brain explode, how can I be out there telling folks to trust my judgment? right? And everything that I do is a judgment type case. I, I advise people on the law. I talk to people about news items and the law on this channel, but that might be glib, but part of the sometimes irrational thought process that can lead down a dark path. I want folks to trust me, but I have to trust myself first, which is why I've been in psychotherapy all year and just had a session a few days ago. Now, I've never been one too inclined to talk about my feelings, he says during this stroke series. And I'd be lying if I told you it wasn't quite uncomfortable at times, but it's also been massively helpful. I can't speak highly enough about my therapist. It's still a bit harder to do what I've always done, both on this channel and in real life, but she has helped me to get to the point that you're seeing now with regularly scheduled videos, Lawyers and Dragons specials, and hopefully even more. I'm not perfect and I never will be, but I wanted folks that are going through something like this or folks caring for someone going through something like this to know that even when things look generally fine on the outside, and I really appreciate all the comments from people that have said that they think I look good or that I look as good as I did before the stroke, these events can have long lasting and sometimes difficult to see side effects. I didn't want folks to get to the end of the stroke series and think, and then Rick was fine, causing concern for their own or a loved one's well-being. It's important to talk about these things. Towards that end, I also wanted to talk a bit about the future. I don't know what it looks like. Now, that may sound normal in a way. You've heard me say in virtual legality in a number of videos, no human being knows what the future looks like. But in the middle of the year, to me, it was almost a crippling void, a forest or fog without end. My whole life, I had lived with at least a notion of where I was going. And then in a flash, I couldn't see direction, nor even if I had the desire to go towards anything at all. It's been the scariest part of my recovery by far. And though the fog is lifting, visibility is still low. Here at the end of the year and the start of the new, one mantra has stuck with me. The journey's not over. It has just begun. We start again. I am thankful to each and every person who has been on this journey with me, but especially my wife who has had to put up with more than her fair share of existential discussions like this one while driving me to one form of therapy or another. <laughs> what has that all been like for you, honey? I know I've been different this year, but what's it been like to watch all this? It's been interesting. I mean, so I, I used to joke that you were a robot with gears where your heart should be. <laughs> Only a light joke. I think you meant it seriously in most instances. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's, I like the you that you're becoming. And it's, this is a, a really, it's been eye-opening. It's been, um I don't know. I have so many reflections about myself, about uh, our family, about us together, about you. Um, it has been weird and it has been a journey and it has been not really the realignment I was expecting in my forties, but I'm never, I'm never going to be so, I know there are a lot of people who are like, Oh, the stroke was the best thing that happened to me because I, you know, 
my my whole life changed and I've done all these great things now and I'm never going to be that person uh, because I would love for this to have never happened. However, there are so many good things that have happened and it's really hard to, it's really hard to even to ignore them because there are so many good things that have happened. You and I are closer than ever. Right. And, um, our, our family is, is amazing together. And, uh, there's a been of like a, a complete realignment and, and re, you know, and just a complete different prioritization of what is important. And in a, in a crisis, it's life sort of boils down to what's most important. Right. And that was really clarifying for me. Um, and that's changed a lot of how I live. I shop differently. I buy differently. I decluttered large parts of the house. I'm more willing to just let go of things from the past that like, that's just not part of a life I'm living anymore. I'm never going to go back to that life. I am happy about that. I am okay with that. And I'm going to move forward and step forward into, into this new life feeling different. I don't know. That sounds really kind of hokey when I say it out loud, I guess, but I, that's how I, that's how I feel. And, and I'm, I don't think you can help from feeling a little hokey when you talk about massive perspective changes. And that's what's <laughs> happened with me. So I, I agree. Uh, and I think we know this, right? If, even before all this happened, people say that major medical events or near-death experiences or whatever you want to call this have these perspective changes. And you say, yeah, I got to get that. You'd have to realign your life. You'd have to think about what life means. And you know that intellectually when you hear those stories. And you'll probably think the same if you're listening or watching this video. But it really is massively perspective shifting when you say, okay, what is the most important thing in my life? Because maybe tomorrow I wake up in a hospital bed or not at all, God forbid, right? And so you you change how you feel about these things, what you want to spend your time on, what you care about, and what you want to drive towards. But one thing I really want to impart to folks is that while we are strong, as you can tell, co-counsel is the stronger of us, but we are collectively strong. We are not superheroes. We love each other, and I will be forever grateful for that love. I couldn't have gotten here without it. But you need not be the stuff of legends to survive and potentially even thrive through something like this. I'm just a guy with a great life, a great wife, and an optimist's view of the world and the opportunities within it. When you have the choice in tragedy, and I know you heard this earlier in the video series, choose good humor and resilience over wallowing in self-pity. It can be hard, but it's not impossible. When the worst befalls us, we start again. Today's a celebration. We're all winners here. I still remember the first birthday of our oldest child when co-counsel and I were really celebrating keeping this tiny thing alive for a whole year. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> Today feels much like that for me. We did it. Me, co-counsel, Team Hogue, all of you. We took the hardest year of my life by far and hopefully made something good out of it. I'm still a bit mad at myself for not being more aware of the things I am today when it was 2022, but better late than never, right? As the poet philosophers of that surefire hit TV show about Broadway musicals once wrote, if something good can come from bad, the past can rest in peace. Leave, leave in the comments if you know what that's from, because I'm sure it's not a surefire hit TV show. It's weird to say I feel blessed by all this. I know, but I do. 
I'm a better person than I was before, as you heard from my wife say. My marriage is stronger, my family tighter. Choose optimism, folks. I may not be special, but the special is all around us, in the lives that we lead, the kindness that we share. Remember to love one another, but also that if the worst should happen, if even Rick can get through it, you can too. Happy anniversary, everybody, and a happy new year. We start again. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.